helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network with your host, Paul Engel. years ago, I had a chance to talk with someone who had been through Mao's cultural revolution. One of the defining aspects of that time in China was the use, or should I say abuse, of struggle sessions. During these struggle sessions, people were accused of being class enemies, accused publicly, humiliated, frequently beaten and tortured. These sessions were often staged and scripted, even bringing in agitators to incite the crowds. Sadly, Mouse struggle sessions have arrived right here in the United States, but not where or by whom you may be thinking. Hello there, everyday Americans. Paul Engel here with the Constitution Study, where we read and study the Constitution, teach the rising generation to be free. I am glad you could join me today. Um, but this episode is going to start off a little on the tough side. Tough because it's going to require us to take a serious look, not only at uh, the the people in government, but our own assumptions, our own preconceptions, our own beliefs on what is and isn't true. See, I've noticed this this move, this this trend we have, and it didn't dawn on me until I saw, well, yet another YouTube video, and I realized what I was witnessing was not. It was not a hearing. It was not an investigation. It was not a search for the truth. It was a struggle session. It was an accusation of a group of people. It was the attempt to humiliate publicly, to tear down, not to find out. It was an attempt to destroy an opponent. It was staged. It was scripted. There was even agitators brought in just to incite the crowd. This is not the first time I've seen one recently, but it's the one that triggered in my mind that association. And whereas in, in, in China, agitators were brought in to, to incite the crowds, we have agitators on the outside that are doing plenty to agitate the crowds. Now, when I saw one of these about a month ago, I, I talked about it, and I talked about a lot of the aspects. I, it just didn't click with me that what I was witnessing was a struggle session. Uh, listen to Representative Elise Stefanik as she is, um, well, she's not interrogating. She is bullying. She's intimidating presidents of three famous universities. Dr. Kornbluth. Yes. Does M at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. As I pointed out at the time, 
it's none of Congresswoman Stefanik's business. Congress has no oversight authority over colleges and universities. They can decide whether or not to give money. But this has nothing to do with oversight. And I'm sorry, this had nothing to do with legislation. There was no legislative purpose. This was, well, I guess it was supposed to be political grandstanding. But what do we see Ms. Stefanik doing? She is uh, accusing. She is accusing the president of these, uh, the presidents of these universities, of what being anti-Semitic, of not properly protecting people of a certain race. Not did they violate a law. Not did they violate a regulation. Did they have the policy that Ms. Stefanik thought was correct? And as this went on. You could see as Mystifonic, well, she gets agitated. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of antisemitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it and crosses is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? Again. It depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. Notice, Ms. Stefan, this is supposed to be a hearing where they're supposed to be collecting information. Instead, you have Ms. Stefanik um, attempting to coerce these presidents into making statements they are not prepared to make in a, in a context that... Con that how the, the House of Representatives has no constitutional authority over. And she has, her answer is the only acceptable answer. And that's her, her, her rhetoric. Now, this was bad. And I called it out then. But what I've heard recently puts this to shame. This is audio from a, uh, uh, Senate Judiciary Committee meeting only, I think it was the end of last week, only a few days ago. Listen to this. Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You know, we start with Senator Lindsey Graham and, oh, you have, you have blood on your hands. I thought this was a hearing. I thought this was meant to get at information. Well, we quickly find that no, it's not. And Mr. Graham isn't interested in information either. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. When we had cigarettes killing people, we did something about it, maybe not enough. You're going to talk about guns, we have the ATF. Nothing here. There's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. You can't be sued. And pardon my language, but... Who in the heck is at fault for that, Senator Graham? Tell me, did you vote for the uh, Online Protection Act? Did you vote to, to uh, violate your oath to the Constitution? 
to deny people the right to petition the government for free disagreements? You say that these the social media companies have blood on their hands. How much blood do you have on your hands? How about you stop grandstanding and start dealing with, oh, I don't know, the Constitution of the United States? So the bottom line is you can't be sued. You should be. And these emails would be great for punitive damages. But the courtroom's closed. Every American abused by all the companies in front of me. And again, whose fault is that, Senator? It's Congress's. But technically, they, that, that law is void, right? Because it deprives people of a right protected by the Constitution. It denies them the right to petition the government for a redis grievance, which means that lack of ability to sue, that, that open, it's, it's meaningless. But here he is claiming these companies have blood on their hands, not for what they did, but because he doesn't like how they're handling controversial information on their platform. He compares it to, to guns. He compares it to, to cigarettes as if Facebook is and these others are manufacturing this content. Funny, I don't seem to, uh, to see Senator Graham complaining that uh, uh, ABC, CBS, and NBC have blood on their hands when they lied about the, the Antifa and BLM riots or when they lied about January 6th or when they lied about uh, Russiagate. He didn't say they have blood on their hands for that. Now listen to this uh, argument by uh, Senator Klobuchar. When a Boeing plane lost a door in mid-flight several weeks ago, nobody questioned the decision to ground a fleet of over 700 planes. So why aren't we taking the same type of decisive action on the danger of these platforms when we know these kids are dying? Because Facebook and X and, and TikTok aren't manufacturing the stuff that's getting people killed. Now, don't get me wrong. I think social media is toxic. I think social media has made us more antisocial. But you're blaming the carrier for what other people are making. Ms. Klobuchar, would you like me to come in and arrest you because a company in Minnesota made a defective product and it happened to be in your state? That's kind of the the, the role she's going. We is you know she's comparing the the manufacture of a defective product with somebody who has manufactured a product that is doing exactly what it was designed, what it was advertised to do. And let's face it, if Ms. Klobuchar really wanted the ability to shut this down for harming children, where is the law that, where's the, the, where's the law, where's the Constitution that Congress has the authority to tell parents what content their children can and cannot watch on social media. Now listen to uh, uh, to Senator Blackburn. Zuckerberg, yes, there are I, a lot that is slipping through. It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking. No, of course site not, Senator. In this uh, Senator, that's ridiculous. No, it Senator, is not ridiculous. Uh, you want to turn around this, and tell these people that, on our platforms and we, why don't you take it down? We do take. We it down. are here discussing. We, we, do we more need work you to take all to than, work than, with than, us. Than, no, than, you're not. Hey, Senator Blackburn, how about you try a little evidence instead of just slander and defamation? Now, yes. Facebook takes down a lot of content that's inappropriate. Not all the content that you want, but that's the bloody problem. See, this isn't about finding a law. This is about showboating.
This is about, uh, uh, this is a struggle session. And in fact, I believe Senator Blackburn gets to the root of her, what she considers the problem. And the problem is we've been working on this. Senator Welch is over there. We've been working on this stuff for a decade. You have an army of lawyers and lobbyists that have fought us on this every step of the way. Oh, my God. How dare a corporation actually lobby for its own opinion? How dare the owners of Facebook, through their corporation, hire attorneys in order to petition their government for a redress of grievance? Now, listen, I'm no fan of, of large law teams to, to, to lobby, but let's face it, Ms. Uh, uh, Ms. Blackburn, you're, getting, you're using teams to lobby your position just as much. Next to stand on the, the communist soapbox was Senator Cruz. Let me point to this, Mr. Chu. There, there was a report recently uh, that, that compared hashtags on Instagram to hashtags on TikTok, TikTok and what trended. And the differences were striking. So for something like hashtag Taylor Swift or hashtag Trump, researchers found roughly two Instagram posts for every one on TikTok. That's not a dramatic difference. That difference jumps, jumps to eight to one for the hashtag Uyghur. And it jumps to 30 to one for the hashtag Tibet. And it jumps to 57 to one to the hashtag Tiananmen Square. And it jumps to 174 to one for the hashtag Hong Kong protest. Why is it that on Instagram, people can put up a, a hashtag Hong Kong protest 174 times compared to TikTok, what censorship is TikTok doing at the re request of the Chinese government? Now, let me start. I'm no fan of TikTok. But Mr. Cruz, I want to know what you're smoking. The whole idea of because a, a, a hashtag exists more on one platform than another doesn't mean, necessarily mean diddly squat. First of all, are there other similar hashtags that were used on those platforms that you didn't count? Because a hashtag is not based on what the company creates. The hashtag is based on what people are, are, are posting. Now, the question is, is, do you want to ask if TikTok is, is censoring information? Guess what? TikTok is a private company, a private platform, as evil as I think they are. I refuse to do anything TikTok. They have a right to control what is on their platform. That's called private property, Mr. Cruz. I thought you read the Constitution. I thought you were a constitutional person and you understood the Constitution. Apparently not. Apparently you're just ready to jump in and dive in with the rest of these. None. Senator, that analysis is flawed. The analysis is flawed. It's been debunked by other external sources like the Cato Institute. Fundamentally, a few things happen here. Not all videos carry hashtags. That's the first thing. The second thing is that you cannot selectively choose a few words within a certain time Why the period. difference between Taylor Swift and Tiananmen Square? What happened in Tiananmen Square? Senator, there was a massive protest uh, during, in, in, during that time. But what I'm trying to say is our users can freely come and post Why this Why would there be no difference on Taylor Swift or a minimal difference and a massive difference on Tiananmen Square or Hong Kong? Senator, could you wrap up, please? S Senator, our algorithm does not suppress any content simply based you on... You answer it that doesn't. question. Why yeah. is there a difference? Like I said, I think this analysis is flawed. You're selectively choosing some words over some periods. We haven't been around this there long as other There is an obvious difference. 174 to 1 for Hong Kong compared to Taylor Swift is dramatic.
So you see, you, Mr. Cruz isn't here trying to gather information. He's trying to embarrass these people. That's his goal. That's his obvious goal for what he's doing. You see it with, with you know, the, the unwillingness to let people answer, to simply disregard their answers and, and promote the, um, your own grandstanding. Now, I've got more that I want to get to, including what I think is the blockbuster, but I have to take a break first. Uh, before I go, I hope you'll go to the website, constitutionstudy.com. Uh, I hope you check out, the, I've added a new mailing list. I call it the, the Constitution Study Daily News Digest. You'll get an email every morning with the uh, news items that caught my attention the previous day and were posted to the website. So I hope you give that a try. Uh, you know, one thing I didn't need for this was focus. This really, this episode's really got my dander up, but sometimes I need a little extra focus. I don't reach for the caffeine or the energy drink. I reach for healthy cells, focus, and recall vitamins. That's right. They'll boost my short-term focus and my long-term brain power without sugar, without caffeine, just with vitamins. And since you're an America Out Loud listener, you can get 25% off your first order from anything from Healthy Cell. Find out how at americaoutloud.shop. Please check out all the great products at Healthy Cell. Focus and Recall is one I use regularly. And be sure to go to americaoutloud.shop to find out how you can save 25% off your first order. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. Welcome back, everyday Americans. You rejoin the Constitution study. Um, 
If you take it, please reach your blood pressure medication. You may need it because I'm showing you evidence that we in the United States of America, in our Congress, in our Senate, we have struggle sessions, just as Mao Zedong had during his Cultural Revolution in China. The first segment, I've been covering a lot of this, um, but I've got a couple of, of, of real doozies coming up. Next, I want to bring in Senator uh, LaFonza Butler from California. Mr. Spiegel, um, there are a number of parents whose uh, children have been able to access uh, illegal drugs on your platform. What do you say to those parents? Well, uh, Senator, we are devastated that we cannot prevent- To the parents. What do you say to those parents, Mr. Spiegel? I'm Excuse me, but I thought he was testifying before the Senate. This is a struggle. Session. Oh, you should be embarrassed. Go talk to those parents. You're a bad, bad boy. You need to go and be embarrassed in front of those parents. This is nothing but shame. This is shame uh, mongering. You, you know, and again, people, okay, so people bought drugs through his platform. Does that mean he killed them? Ms. Ms. Butler, you're in California. You're from California. California set. God knows how many thousands of criminals loose, many of them to commit new crimes. Should you be, be, have to go to the parents of the people who have died because the policies in your state allow them to be released without, you know, without being uh, uh, charged? Should you be held accountable? Should you be forced to stand in front of their parents and say something? No! But that's exactly what you're doing because you're not acting as a U.S. senator. You are organizing a struggle session. You are trying to embarrass, to publicly humiliate these people. The only thing that's been left out so far are the beatings and torture, unless you consider having to sit through such nonsense. I, you know, I don't know which is worse. The, the, uh, the, the, the CEOs had to sit through the nonsense or watching uh, Zuckerberg and 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 his mealy-mouthed uh, uh, way that he dealt with that. Speaking of that, by far the worst actor I saw in these clips. I went to C-SPAN. They have what they call short take, and I saw the clips. The worst, Senator Josh Hawley. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Again, apologize for what? What has he done? He's given them a platform to exchange information. He may not run it the way you want, and he may include content that you don't like. But, Mr. Holly, you're the one that should be apologizing. You should be ashamed of yourself for acting in this way. You should be putting, you should be having your little red book and have a picture of Mao Zedong above your chair during this testimony. This is disgusting. You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim, you hide behind a liability shield, you can't be held accountable? Shouldn't you be held accountable personally? I have a better idea, Mr. Holly. Should you be held accountable personally for for the Congress that has a law that protects these companies from a civil lawsuit, an, un, an illegal, unconstitutional law. How about that, Mr. Holly? How about we go after you? Should you be sued for this activity that happened through somebody else's platform? And now he wants Mr. Zuckerberg 
to be personally held financially liable because Facebook, the company he runs, the company he started, doesn't work the way that Mr. Hawley wants because people who have 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 abused his platform for illegal purposes and rather than going after them they want to go after the ceos disgusting will you take personal responsibility senator i i think i've already answered this i mean this is these we'll try this issues. again will you take personal responsibility senator i view my job and the job of our company as building the best tools that we can to keep our community safe well you're failing at that and now he's being he's being rude and he's being petulant and he's being a, a pain in the backside. I'm really disgusted by Mr. Hawley's response actions in this committee hearing. Well, Senator, we're doing an industry leading effort. We build AI oh, tools nonsense. that your product is killing people. Will you personally commit to compensating the victims? You're a billionaire. I'm sorry, Mr. Hawley. That is a flat out lie. Facebook is not killing anyone. TikTok isn't doing it. Um, uh, you know, X isn't doing it. Is there bad content on there? Absolutely. But apparently you don't believe in freedom of speech. You certainly don't believe in parental responsibility. No, you believe in shaming pump, pump, pump people publicly for political advantage. And now you want to go after Zuckerberg because he had a brilliant idea before anyone else, and he developed something, and he made billions of dollars from it. Will you commit to compensating the victims? Will you set up a compensation fund Senator, with your money? I think these are... These are with your money. Again, Mr. Hawley, why should Zuckerberg personally pay for something his company did not do? His company did not create the content, the sexual exploitation, the selling of drugs. They didn't create it. They have some stuff. The continuous scrolling. Okay, that's annoying. But that's not killing people. Now you're holding innocent people to blame for the actions of others, you're using it as, as, a, as an embarrassing tool for political gain, and now you want the individual. I still say, if you want to sue uh, Mark Zuckerberg for what happens on Meta, then you should be sued for everything that happens, the, the evil that happens under every bill you vote for. Senator, these are complicated yes, that, issues. No, that, that's not a complicated uh, question, uh, though. That's Senator, a yes or no. Will you set up a victim's compensation fund with your money, the money you made on these families sitting behind you? Yes or no? Senator, I don't think that that's... Uh, my job is to Sounds make sure like a no. good tools. My, my Sounds job like is a no. to make sure that... Your job is to be responsible for what your company has done. You've made billions of dollars on the people sitting behind them. Are you here? You've done nothing to help them. You've done nothing to compensate them. You've done nothing to put it right. You could do so here today, and you should. Again, Mr. Hawley, what Meta does is offer a platform, and people use that platform, and you don't like it. And you know what? I'm disgusted with you right now. I picture you with a little mouth face because this is the crap that happened in, in the Cultural Revolution. This was a struggle session. Again, you might as well just put dunce caps on all these people. And, and this was nothing but an attempt to humiliate them publicly for a political advantage. Now, are there people harmed by the content on these platforms? Yeah. And you know what? There's a reason. As a parent, I restricted access of my daughter to this content until she was old enough and mature enough to deal with it. Do you know why? Because I was a parent. And I didn't expect the government to be my to, to parent for me.
I'm sad that these, these children lost their lives. It is terrible. But Facebook didn't do it. Twitter didn't do it. X didn't do it. TikTok didn't do it. The same way I would not let my daughter walk on a, on a, on a, in, a, in the dark on a street in, in, in a downtown city because something bad could happen. I wouldn't let my daughter walk through social media without, without, without concerns for her safety and putting uh, things in place to save it. It doesn't mean I shouldn't, that other people shouldn't be allowed. This is absolutely, and you know what the sad part is? The truly disgusting part to me is the Alain uh, Stefanics and, and this struggle, these struggle sessions are being held up by the media, by conservatives as a wonderful thing. This is why I say a pox on both their houses. Democrats or Republicans, I hate both of you. I am so disgusted with both sides. I'm almost to the point where I'm getting. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I will refuse to vote for a someone who's a member of a national party because you are roiled in such filth. I know. I'm wound up. I'm mad because we have the, the Josh Hollies and 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 the Ted, uh, Ted Cruz's and, and and the Blackburns who stand up and claim to be conservatives and supporting the Constitution and the rule of law, and all they really are are pathetic little political actors playing on a stage. And the only thing that disgusts me more, uh, at, at part of this I saw uh, uh, Zuckerberg and one other person volunteered to be humiliated this way. Now, several of them, the rest had to be brought, had to be subpoenaed. You know what? I would, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so disgusted, I'm so mad right now. Because I would have said, I would have done everything good to squash the subpoena. There is no legislative background. There's no legislative purpose for this hearing. This was a struggle session. At which point, I think, I, you know, I, I would have hoped that somebody would open their mouth and said, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Shut up. I, maybe, all right, not shut up. Ladies and, you know, all right, infidels, crooks, cronies, lying sacks of human waste on this committee. You called me in to talk about online child exploitation. You did not call me in, at least you didn't claim you were calling me in, to simply embarrass me on national television. This, this subpoena is garbage. The subpoena, you have deprived me of a right protected by the Constitution in an attempt to deprive me of further rights protected by the Constitution. You have committed federal crimes on the record right here, right now. Why should I give two figs what you think, you bunch of pathetic losers? I doubt that would have gone over very well. But you see what we have here? You have, understand, the subpoenas that were used to bring in most of the people testifying were criminal. Criminal. They violated the law. Congress does not have general investigatory powers. They do not have the power to compel witnesses. Nothing in the Constitution gives Congress the power to compel witnesses. Yet they showed up. 
two of them voluntarily, to be treated like garbage, not in an attempt to say, hey, there's something broken in, the, in, in our legislation, how do we fix it? But to publicly embarrass them. I say any other social media event, any media event that gets brought into one of these should simply refuse. They should go to a judge. They should, they should attempt to have the subpoena quashed, pointing out Congress does not have a constitutional authority to compel witnesses. This is not for a legislative purpose. Um, therefore, this subpoena should be quashed. And if not, well, then they should either not show up and tell Congress to go pound sand or sew up saying, listen, I'm not playing your stupid games to win stupid prizes. I'm invoking my right to remain silent and shut up and not say another word. No, don't answer one single question from these pathetic losers. And the next person that tells me that the Republican Party is going to fix all this, most of the voices you heard this in this program were Republicans. Republicans running this struggle session. Yeah, there were a couple of Democrats. Most of them, the ones I played, were Republicans. So don't give me this nonsense that Republicans are going to save anything. They are evil. The political parties are evil, filthy creatures. And if you associate with yourself, well, you know what? You lie down with dogs, you get up with fleas. These are a bunch of flea-bitten mutts, and I don't want anything to do with any of them right now. In fact, if one of these senators were to contact me right now and said, Paul, tell you what, I'd want to be on your program. Come talk to me on my program. I don't know that I could keep my temper long enough to even do it. I am so disgusted with these people. They do, they're not worth our time. Are these the best people we can find in the entire United States, in all 50 states? These fools, these idiots, are the best two you could find to represent the state? God help us. God help us. Because this crap belongs in Mao's China, not the United States of America. And the fact that not only the American people, well, especially the American people, but even the these CEOs and these these other uh, 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 you know people put up with this nonsense shows that that the 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 sacred fire of liberty has gone out. That America is crumbling right before our eyes. The fact that I have yet to hear another commentator call out the criminal activity, call out these struggle sessions. Where are we supposed to go for truth? Where, how are we supposed to live when a bunch of crybaby political wannabes think they can simply shame people into doing what they want to do? Are you going to be? Are you going to compensate them? You know what? Uh, that that defamation and and slander just don't seem to be strong enough words. And I'm afraid if I go on much longer, I'm going to blow a blood vessel. So let me let me take a break, calm down a little bit, see if I can't uh, get some of this out of my system, and then figure out where I want to go next. God help us. We're in Mao's China, right here in good old Washington, D.C. And the Republicans out there are lapping this up. The pundits, the politicos, they are lapping this up.
and we're supposed to trust them? We're supposed to give them the, the, the reins of power after this disgusting mess? I don't trust any one of them to be dog catcher. Now, listen, if you want to see some different point of views, there are different point of views. One place I recommend you go to is AmericaOutloud.news. In fact, I recommend you stop there every day to find the news and happenings. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to share that information. I want you to take the links to this radio program when it hits the website, and I want you to share it. And I want to see how many of these, these political pundits will point out, will realize that what we witnessed was not a great conservative stand. We saw the crumbling of the United States. We saw struggle sessions in the Senate of the United States, in the House of the United States. So take these videos, take the video, take the podcast, take the stories, take it all, share it. Help share the blessings of liberty, not this garbage that they've been peddling up in Washington. Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot, and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act, for our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back, Everyday Americans. You rejoin the Constitution City. Okay, I've calmed down. I've lowered my blood pressure, taken a few deep breaths. I'll even admit that, you know what, the... Um, the, the social media CEOs may have been sandbagged. Well, you know, that maybe that's why only two of them volunteered to show up, but they, maybe they got sandbagged for this uh, particular uh, uh, struggle session. Doesn't change the fact that, uh, uh, th th that that's what that is. 
and you want more examples that Mao is, is fat and happy, or at least the spirit of Mao appears to be fat and happy in the United States. Uh, there was a man in Louisiana back in March of 2020. He got raided. He, he had a bunch of heavily armed sheriff's deputies show up at his home and arrested him, armed, right? Like, like, like he was some dangerous criminal. Except what was the alleged crime he had, he had, um, he had, he had committed? He had posted on Facebook. Now, what he posted was, uh, you know, Justin Rapids Parish Sheriff Office have just have issued the order if deputies come into contact with the infected, shoot on sight. Right, is it a tasteful joke? No, not really, but apparently uh, it pissed off the sheriffs, the sheriff of uh, Rapids County. You see, shortly after the post, the, the detective Randall Isles was assigned by the Rapids Parish Sheriff's Office to investigate. And, you know, and again, they, they were concerned that there was actually a, a, a serious threat that, that it was meant to get police officers hurt. Now, for that, Mr. Bailey was charged with terrorizing, quote-unquote terrorizing. And without even an arrest warrant, Mr. I, Detective Isles and several deputies showed up to Bailey's house and arrested him. Now, this led to a federal lawsuit, which the Fifth Circuit said, uh, yeah, no, I, no. Now, he sued under First and Fourth Amendment uh, protections, but again, it's not a First Amendment problem. Why? Because the First Amendment reads, Congress shall make no law. He was not arrested under any congressional law, so it's not a First Amendment issue. It's actually a violation of the Louisiana Constitution. I'm not sure which section off the top of my head. Certainly was a Fourth Amendment because he was arrested without a warrant and without uh, and without and, and uh, exigent circumstances. It was an unreasonable arrest. Um, so they the court held that uh, Bailey's post was constitutionally protected speech and that the grant of summary judgment was improper. It was reversed. It was remanded. Um, apparently, that case then went on and. Uh, um, he was awarded uh, $205,000 in damages. But I want you to think about this for a second. You, uh, granted, I'll say maybe the post was not in the best of taste. Eh, maybe yes, maybe no. But it says that if deputies come in contact with the infected, shoot on sight. Does that mean that the... Um, I'm not quite sure what, what, what... I'm not quite sure what they were thinking. But this idea that speech, um, I guess they assumed it was meant to say shoot deputies on site. But if the deputies come in contact with the affected, maybe, I don't know, it was, maybe it was poor taste, um, you know, maybe not. But now we're seeing people arrested without a warrant for Facebook posts. Speaking of, of Facebook posts, uh, a member of Meta's oversight board, uh, Pamela San Martin, um, well, she suggested that uh, Meta should be interfering, well, they should be suppressing information more. So in an interview with Wired Magazine, um, she, said that, she said that as the, the tech platform enters 2024, even though we're addressing the problems that arose in prior elections as a starting point, it's not enough. 
She said between the U.S. elections in 2020 and the Brazilian elections in 2022, Meta had not done enough to address the potential misuse of its platform through coordinated campaigns, people organizing, or using bots on the platform to convey messages to destabilize a country to create a lack of trust or confidence in electoral processes. Notice that uh, what she's talking about is we didn't do enough to suppress information we don't like. Because what was the biggest problem in 2020? Was it the the fact that there was information that um, uh, that was out there, or the fact that Facebook and other platforms suppressed information that was, say, um, less than less than uh, 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 helpful to the Biden campaign? I mean, evidence has already been presented that Facebook uh, in, interfered with the 2020 election at the behest of multiple federal agencies, and that was not enough for her. I you know, t- Again, 2024, if you're getting your information from Facebook, you're getting propaganda. You, 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 know, you, you don't trust it just because it's on social media, and you don't trust social media to spread everything that you need. But again, you're looking at 2024, and what do we have? We have Meta uh, saying, we didn't interfere enough with the 2020 elections. We have to do more. I don't, I don't know about you, but um, that doesn't sound like a, a the land of the free and the home of the brave. That sounds more like the land of the Mao and the home of the slave. Or how about this story out of, out of Montana? where uh, uh, was it was Todd Kolstad, a, a U.S. Air Force veteran, and um, his, I guess it's his wife, Krista, listed as the stepmother of a child, uh, found that the, the Child Protective Services took their 14-year-old daughter back in August and um, have been transitioning their daughter into a boy. That's right. They've been, um, they, they've been sterilizing. I don't know if they've been mutilating They've certainly been playing with, with, apparently playing with their hormones. In other words, rather than dealing with the the, the daughter's um, apparent mental issues, I mean, she's described as suicidal. Rather than dealing with the actual mental problems, no, they're going to permanently, physically damage this child. Uh, well, they're giving her, if they say the transition has begun, which means at least they're probably doing hormones or, or puberty blockers which have a long-term detrimental effect to the operation of the human body. And by the way, um, zero actual clinical evidence that it lowers the rates of suicide. Now, if you want to find out more, actually, uh, Booker Scott on AmericaOutloud.news did a podcast on this. So uh, if you you go there and you can find out more, I'll put the, the link into the show page when it goes up so you can follow that as well. And, of course, you cannot talk about the perverts on parade without talking about California, which apparently has come to some pre-trial agreement to pay a a, a school and church uh, more than $190,000 um, because the, the church suits. It started when the California Department of Social Services, claiming new state and federal rules, told the Church of Compassion in El Cajon, California, that their preschool could only participate in the government-assisted food program if they agreed to a non-discrimination policy that included sexual orientation and gender identity. 
They basically said the church had to stop requiring church employees to sign or abide by a handbook that included statements of faith and affirmations of Bible teaching on gender and sexuality. So the church sued. Good for the church. And the church won. That's good news. My concern is, how many other churches in California fell for this scam? How many schools and churches around the country have fallen for this scam? Because I want to point something very, very, very important. So I'm not talking about the state rules, I'm talking about the federal rules. The, the federal government has no authority to regulate education. It is not a power delegated to them in the Constitution of the United States. Therefore, it is not their power. Therefore, those law, the, the, the Federal Department of Education does not legally exist because the act creating it is void. Those are not my words. Again, Alexander Hamilton, Federalist Paper 78, uh, Ex Parte Siebold, Norton v. Shelby County, Marbury versus Madison. All of them state, all those opinions state quite clearly that an unconstitutional act or an unconstitutional law is void, empty, meaningless, as if it never happened. But just as in Mao's China, oh, you're not allowed to disagree with state policy. Oh, no, 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 no you'll get threatened. Thankfully here, you're not getting sent to the gulag. Well, not less, not yet. Not unless you happen to uh, protest a, a, a corrupt election, a, a, a severely damaged election uh, where a Democrat got elected. No, then, then maybe you go to the gulag. But no, actually standing up for your rights, so far, uh, not yet. But while we're at it, um, Let's see. Apparently, Governor Newsom in California has a new policy for electric bills. How anybody's going to live out in California, I have no idea. But um, according to reports, this policy means that your electric bill will not be based on how much electricity you use, but on how much money you make. According to a spokesman who said the California must combat climate change by rapidly expanding the use of clean elect uh, electricity in our vehicles and buildings, while at the same time making it more affordable for low-income Californians. Well, first of all, climate change does not need to be combated. There is no, repeat it after me, no actual scientific evidence that the climate is changing rapidly enough to warrant these types of nonsense, or that what they refer to as um, clean electricity is at all clean. Solar panels require the, the, the mining of minerals. They, they require the, the, the disposal of them properly because they're toxic. And um, none of that, ladies and gentlemen, is clean. Wind turbines require the mining of equipment mining of minerals they cannot be disposed of in landfills they have been there's not they're saying that they're killing um endangered species both birds and they're questioning whales and dolphins so there's nothing really clean about the so-called clean energy certainly nothing clean about the vehicles and and the uh the fact that they they cost tens of thousands of dollars more than you actually pay because the government subsidized it and the and the uh, automobile companies are losing money. But then they want to say, well, we need to make electricity more affordable for our, our low-income Californians. 
Not all Californians. No, no. We want the low income. So they have an income-based electricity building plan. Now, this is the part that, that I find interesting. You see, apparently, Californians are not happy. According to uh, Assemblyman Mark Berman, he, he said, uh, Californians are fed up. My constituents are pissed off. I know because they told me over and over again at every community coffee that I've had and uh, this in the fall and winter. Their rates keep going up. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You put government bureaucrats in, involved in a infrastructure project and it goes down the toilet. And this is just one, ladies and gentlemen, of many, many examples of uh, politics screwing things up. I, I was having this, a discussion the other day with somebody about that exact, uh, that exact point. But what I see here is, again, government control. You cannot be allowed to decide for yourself. Government must control every aspect of your life, which is exactly what Mao wanted. Think of it, what Mao wanted. Mao's spirit is alive and well. Uh, what was it Khrushchev banging his shoe on the UN uh, podium? We will bury you. Um, all these threats to take over the West have come true. Not through military conquest, but through societal subversion. Just go find the YouTube video from uh, the interview with Yuri Bezmenov. They've done it. They've done it so so well now that not only do uh, uh, does the state of California believe they have the authority to um, decide you you have to pay more because you well you make more money. Now maybe you work hard to make more money doesn't matter. That they can impose sexual orientation on children. Montana, Montana, not California. Montana took a child away from their parents to sexually to attempt to falsely sexually transition i say falsely because the, the 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 girl is still a girl all you've done is mutilate her body to make her look more like a boy and the struggle sessions you know part of me expects this from some of the the, the democrats you know, i expect this from from an aoc or a um uh you know or, or some others but even Amy Klobuchar. But the Republicans suppose, that claim the bastion of constitutional conservative, they participated as well. And they, in fact, Josh Hawley was leader of the pack. And the American people sit back and go, gee, aren't we happy that, that our representatives went and beat up, uh, went and, and publicly humiliated CEOs for what people did on their platforms? I'm sorry. I, I I weep for America. I'm watching the sacrifice. It, it's 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 like the scene from A Christmas Carol, right? When the first ghost is there and Scrooge is trying to put out the light of truth. That's what I'm seeing. We are working very hard to put out the light of the of freedom, of liberty. And the only way it stops, the only way it stops is if we the people realize it, start pushing back, start saying, no, we're not playing these stupid games. 
if you want to go play a communist dictator, you're not qualified to be our representative. Whether it be at the state level, at the federal level, and you can't be, you're not qualified to be dog catcher. But it only happens when we, the people, start making better choices. It's why Mr. J told us to read and study the Constitution diligently so that we would know our rights, we'd be prepared to defend and assert them. And that included in choosing who represents us. Now, if you can deal with my tirade and you like the content I, I cover here, I hope you'll come back and join us here for the Constitution Study every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on America Out Loud Talk Radio, heard on the iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen to the podcast. All the episodes go to podcasts generally a day or two after they're heard on the radio. Find us on your favorite podcast app, but do me a favor. Subscribe to the show. Uh, leave the episode's ratings and reviews. It helps other people find the Constitution Study as well, and more of us can learn and more of us can listen. You can find all the links that you need at the homepage at americaoutloud.news. But this knowledge isn't powerful unless you use it, which is why I ask you, please, share this information. Share this knowledge. Share those links, because by doing so, you also share the blessings of liberty. Liberty.